It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. What's up, everybody? The Wizards lose 130 to 121 on the road in Boston to the Celtics, who were without their best player, Jason Tatum, and Bradley Bill's best friend. Let's talk about it next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Today's first-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. So, E, again, the Wizards drop it on the road, 130 to 121. Now, the question for me for you is, are the Boston Celtics that good? Or right now, is our defense that bad? <laughs> Which one? Uh, it's a combination of things. Boston, they're the, well, the first seed in the East right now. And, and I know they didn't have Jason Tatum. They didn't have Robert Williams. Um, of course, you know, we're missing Kuz. We're missing Rui. We're missing a couple guys, which is still no excuse. The Wizards really are the rest team. Um, if you look at teams that we play this year, they look at the Wizards and they, they rest. Um, the Heat, you know, didn't have guys available. Um, John Morant with the Grizzlies, you know, he rested. Um, Miles Turner being out with the Pacers. Um, so many games, so many teams that we've played and, and won, um, their stars have sat out. You know, we're not taking advantage of that. I know Kuz didn't play tonight. Um, I got to look at the injury report and see why he didn't play. Rui hasn't played in a couple of games, so we definitely missed some games. The Hornets didn't have a mellow ball. Um, he, you know, Jimmy Butler, and they, they had a lot of guys out. You know, Mavs didn't have Christian Wood. Um, you know, the Nets didn't have Kyrie and Ben Simmons. The Sixers didn't have Joel Embiid for a couple games. So, uh, just going on a tangent right there. But um, the 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 Celtics are the real deal, man. They're a darn good team, and they proved that last year. They're the first seed in the East for a reason. They're, they're like a second rank in three-point shooting. And of course, they lit us up from the three-point line. We couldn't guard the three-point line to save our lives. We couldn't guard anybody to save our lives. Malcolm Brogdon. Um, looked great tonight. Jalen Brown looked great tonight. They were both unstoppable. Even Hauser, Sam Hauser was getting in there and knocking down threes. Uh, the big man Cornette was, um, had a couple dunks and it was getting offensive rebounds. So we, we just got bullied tonight and, um, out physical for sure. But, um, I, I, 
we're just we're just a mid-tier team. We're 10 and 10. I think our record speaks for ourselves. Your record says what you are, and that's what we are. We're just a middle-tier team, like a play-in team. Um, that's kind of where we are. I think we're the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. But I think it's a combination. I think the Celtics are a darn good team. Al Horford, he played well tonight, too. Um, and all their guys play their roles. Marcus Smart plays his role. Derek White, um, guys coming off the bench, like I said, Brogdon. They're just they're just a well oiled machine team, and they they haven't left they haven't you know missed anything from last year. They're still a darn good team, and we're just a middle tier team. And um, we I think Kuzma being out did hurt, um, but yeah, we, we just got bullied and outplayed, and we got bullied on the boards. We couldn't guard the three point line. We couldn't stop penetration. We couldn't guard a pick and roll to save our lives in the first half either. That was just awful. Um, so yeah, to answer your question. It's just a combo, man. The Wizards are they're just a mid-tier team. They are the Midzards. They're a middle-tier team. And um they got out class tonight. We saw with a team like Boston or Milwaukee what they'll what they'll do to us in, in a in a playoff series. And uh, they just proved it tonight without Jason Tatum. You know, and I hate to see Bill rather Bill every time we play the Celtics, always laughing and smiling, getting blown out. We were down by 26 at one point. I thought we were gonna be down by 30 at one point. I really did. It was that bad. Um, they just look like they look like a, a varsity team versus a JV team at some points tonight. It really did. Um, it was pretty darn bad. Uh, but like I said, once again, Kuz may help that. Um, and Rui, Rui being there may help that. But yeah, the 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 Celtics they're just a better team than the Wizards. And um, yeah, we we don't hit enough threes. We're off from three point line seven for twenty eight, and the Celtics were forty seven percent. So they they're, they're just they just outclassed us tonight. Um, and we are who we are. We're, we're a mid-tier team, and the Celtics are a uh, uh, NBA Finals contender once again. The Boston Celtics definitely are a championship contending team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they show they're the best team in the East. They're just they're good. And I hate to say this, but they sh- they showed what where we want to be. You know, if you look at their ball movement, it was impeccable. Team basketball, they play like a team. They play that their chemistry is just it's it's is it's good to see. You know, when you see a, a team that has really good chemistry and they work so well together, it's beautiful to watch, even if it's against your team. But Boston was just – they showed why they were in the, in the finals last year. They're just, they're a really good team. You know, as far as the Wizards, you know, we showed all our issues tonight, every issue. You know, I'm going to start with defense. Defense is atrocious. We had a terrible defense. We can't guard the perimeter. We can't guard the paint. We can't communicate. We can't get back in transition. People are confused. It's, it's horrible to watch. I mean, teams are shooting – Three pointers, <laughs> like it's nothing, man. Like it's like it's warm up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just Cornet. Really? Yo, Cornet is not Stephen Curry out here, man. <laughs> but he was cooking us on the perimeter. So it's, you know, another issue. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on West a little bit. You know, West has got to stop standing there. You know, being stoic. Nah, man. Look, number one, when you flip out or get you know yell and get into people, one, you're you're, you're revving people up. People want to see that that energy if you look at legendary coaches in the nba most of them one yelling at the refs and yelling at their players you know trying to get a reaction out of their players but yet you know players like a coach who's going to get out there and get in your face and get you know he's too quiet he's just you know there's no reaction you know i've heard his reports that you know he's cussing and you know that's cute he's cussing but you know you know yelling at people in the locker room but that's a locker room man you know you need to get into people you know this 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 playing around you know you got it on rally bill you know again he shot that technical free throw and he's he's shimmying it out like, come on, bro. You know, it's, it's, you know, you get blown out. It's 20 points, man. You know, the NBA that I grew up watching, guys would not be happy being down by 20 points. They would be 
upset. They would be very pissed off. And the fact that people are so nonchalant and happy about being down by 20, I just don't understand that. It's just not what I'm used to. And it's, it's very, it's, it's just crazy to me. It makes you shake your head. Um, you're looking at the, the starting unit. Monte Morris did play better. You know, 16 points. At one point, he was four for four, almost five for five. But you almost got that roll. But he shot better. Um, Bill did contribute 30 points, but the ISO, man, ISO gets him in trouble. You know, it got him in trouble, especially late in the game. You know, he's got to he's got to pass the ball when he passes the ball and, and really shows ball movement. You know, we are a better team when he holds on to the ball for 10 seconds and then hot potatoes it every time man. every time it caused issues. So um, Kispert, who started in the small forward position tonight, um, eight points, underwhelming. But he I think one negative I'm going to say about Kispert is his he uh, they played Jalen Brown at the three and he worked them. Yeah, you know, he, did. he did. And that's one thing I was always worried about when it came to Kispert. It was how, how's he going to play against these these uh these stronger threes? You know, because you know Kevin Rand, but Rand will give you the best. You know, you got to be able to guard these these threes, man. And so yeah. Ah, let's see. Avia, Denny. Um, Denny, I th- I thought Denny very underwhelming tonight. You know, his Defense, he got worked a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. he was not very good on the defensive end tonight. You know, he got worked a little bit, especially down low. And I think as a team overall, look, stop jumping for these pump fakes, man. Like, <laughs> how many times you gonna, you know, how many times did they get caught up with a pump fake? Like, come on, stop. Um, Porzingis, for yeah, uh, Porzingis got hit with a pump fake from Al Horford. He did, yeah. he did get one up. So you know, as far as the starting unit. I, I, I will agree that Kyle Kuzma being out was a factor. You know, I think we – I think it's closer with Kyle Kuzma in the lineup. You know, DeLon Wright, I think, would have been – you know, you, the list goes on the injuries, but, you know, it's the NBA, next man up. And you, you just can't use that excuse. Every team is dealing with major injuries right now. I mean, if you look mm-hmm. at most teams, they're dealing with injuries. You know, Tatum, you know, good God. Can you imagine if Tatum was playing? She might have lost about 40. <laughs> I mean, you know – so, you know, I get it, injuries, but that's the thing about the NBA. You know, that's why organizations value depth, man, is because, you know, injuries happen. So, yeah, it was just an ugly game. It just showed all our deficiencies. So, very yeah. ugly, very ugly game. Definitely. But, yeah, we'll break down more of the game and some more individuals, but we'll do that after a quick word from Brandon. Oh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or a minivan for a family road trip, a pickup truck for some errands, or even test drive an EV. Every tip, every trip, whoa, is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Thanks for making Locked on Wizards your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked on Sports today. From the games that matter to the most, to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. 
So before I, you know, I pass the mic, um, I'm gonna go over the second unit real quick. Now I felt mm-hmm. that it was a, kind of a mixed performance with the second unit. Uh, Goodwin, he was his typical self. A couple of nice blocks. Um, Barden, six points, two from eight from the field, zero for four from the three point arc. He continues to struggle. Uh, Gill came in, and I think he added some energy, but five points, you know. But he, he, I think he really added energy. You know, I think this was a better performance by Gill. Uh, Gibson, hey man, Gibson came in 12 points. You know, Gibson came <laughs> in and played a little bit, you know. <laughs> so I like what I saw from Taj. And um, Devon Dotson came in, shot a donut hole, zero points. Um, and then Gaff, I thought, I thought Dotson tried, I thought he gave effort. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so much you could expect from him coming up from the G League and playing in limited minutes. I think he only got put in in the um second half. He had he had four rebounds, uh, he was a plus 13. If you want to take any stock in that, he had two assists. Four boards. He did have a nice pass to Taj Gibson. I thought he played forever. He dove on the on the ground for a couple of loose basketballs. For a loose ball, um, Goodwin tried nine points. Uh, I thought he gave some effort. Five points from Gill. I thought the they they played well when they were down by twenty six and they tried to come back and they were down by twelve. But it's just too little, too late. It's just that that reminds me of Scott Brooks basketball where they're down by thirty and then they try to come back and then they they'll lose by five. When the game was really worse than what the score indicates, it was this kind of game where they were down by at least 15 to 20 points for a, a good amount of the game. And then they come back at the end and play hard. But, you know, Jalen Brown's not playing. Like the Celtics put their bench guys in. It was like Hauser, um, you know, Peyton, Peyton Pritchard, even though Peyton P- Pritchard was cooking, was, was hurting the Wizards a little bit tonight, too. I mean, he only had three points, but still, um, they put their bench in. And that's when the Wizards went on a run. Al Horford was sitting down. So, it is the bench did play well at points, but you know, you, you got to look at the timing and the competition. Like Jalen Brown wasn't playing, Al Horford wasn't playing. So it, it was one of those games where you're down by 30 the whole game or 25, 26, and then you cut it to 12 when it's just way too late. Well, with games like this, you need leadership, man. And, and that's mm. the one takeaway that I took just from you know watching the game is that we need leadership. If you look at Bradley Bill, most possessions. There was a couple of possessions where there was three guys on the same side of the court on the perimeter. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, he, you know, the standing around, not cutting, you know, nobody's really into the game. It's just, it was just, the energy's low. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so sad because I think this is a really good team when we're running on full steam, but it's just no leadership. You know, you don't see Brad really getting into people, which is what you expect from your franchise guy. And the coach is, he's, he's quiet, you know, nobody's, and Kuz, that, that is where we miss Kuz, leadership. Kuz is the guy that's holding people, you know, if you watch his leadership on the court, it mm-hmm. shows. You just don't see that with anybody else. You know, Kuz is that that leader. And you can really say Jordan Goodwin is the, the emotional leader of this team, mm-hmm. which really, I love Jordan Goodwin. I, I love his story. But in hindsight, when a two-way guy <laughs> is your emotional leader, mm-hmm. what's going on there, man? You know, right. so that's my problem with it. Um, Again, man. Gafford, what's going on with Gaff, man? You know, four, uh, four points, but six minutes played. You know, I, I feel like when he's in, he's playing well. I don't understand why he's not getting playing time. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's being shopped. I don't know if there's issues in the locker room. If if they're butting his him and in, in West, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I feel like when he's on the court, he's playing well. So, you know, what, what do you think is going on? I just don't know. It's another mystery, man. Um, and Thomas Shepard gave him that contract. 
uh, last year and next year it's was like, you know, if, if he's going to be playing five minutes a game or two minutes a game, then there's no point of keeping him, you know? So I thought he played well today too. I thought he gave some good minutes, even though he was put in when the game was out of reach with eight minutes to left in the fourth quarter. Um, and then the heat game, I thought he played pretty well. He only got what four or five minutes, but he, you know, he had a dunk and had a putback and, and was impactful. He wasn't getting pushed around. thought he played solid in that heat game. Um, I'm disappointed in the heat game too, because, once again, Bradley Bill dribbled the ball off of his leg and, and lost the ball with the last second shot. So I wasn't able to get on, but that was that was frustrating. I mean, how many times have we seen Bradley Bill just dribble the ball um, and lose the ball in the last second of the game? It, it was just like deja vu. You could just see it coming before it even happened. So that was very frustrating. That Heat game was a winnable game. Tonight wasn't a winnable game. But to answer your question about Gaff, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. There have been some nights where he hasn't played well, but tonight wasn't one of them. And, and um the heat game, I feel like he deserved more playing time, you know, and you had less guys out there too. You had Rui out, Kuz out, you needed more rebounding, and we got out-rebounded. You know, we got out tough and out physical. Um, the Celtics had 38 boards. We only had 29. They had 10 offensive boards. In the beginning of the game, they were getting offensive boards. Uh, um, Derek White was getting offensive boards. Cornette was getting offensive boards. Jalen Brown was getting offensive, offensive rebounds. Like you said, they, they just went at Kispert. I think putting Kispert on Jalen Brown was a terrible decision because Jalen Brown, he's just too strong for, uh, for Corey Kispert. Um, so that was an awful decision. And three-point shooting, once again, we're just a bad three-point shooting team. Seven for 28, 25% from the three. I mean, we we were good during the win streak, and then it just tailed off. Um, and the Celtics were 26 for 26 from the free throw line. So there really wasn't much resistance or defense at all. They didn't feel any pressure at all. They just coasted. And like you said, it was almost like a not a layup line, but it was like a three-point shooting drill um, for the Celtics. I mean, it was just easy shot, open shot. And we don't rotate. We don't communicate on pick and roll. Our pick and roll defense is atrocious, or it was tonight. Um, and we only have four turnovers tonight as well. I mean, that, so that show that shows that we just thoroughly gotten beat throughout the whole game. Yeah, we got beat. We got smoked like a black and mild, man. I mean, <laughs> the fact that <laughs> the fact there's nine points is like wow. Right. Because I mean, it looked like like you said, it looked like it's gonna be about thirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the energy's not there, man, and it's just mm-hmm. it's frustrating because. It's just it shows anybody watching game can see it, man. It's just no energy. It's no, you know the the, the chemistry is just I don't see chemistry. You know, mm-hmm. Hispert should have no business guarding Brown, right. and I I don't know if I like Denny in the four starting at the four. It's just you know mm-hmm. look Grant Williams was muscling him out. You know, yeah. I mean it's just you know the list goes on, man. And you know uh, getting back to Gaff a little bit, like you said, I think at this point, man, with Gaff, either play him or trade him. You know, just, I think he's good enough where he deserves playing time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's a scrub. I think he's a good player. I think he can be sort of kind of one-dimensional depending on the matchup. I think he does need to add a few more tools to his game and a little bit of strength. But I like Gaff, and I would like to see him long-term. Now, do I think that extension – you know, I don't know, man, because like you said, six minutes, you know, they obviously don't feel good about paying him that extension. I mean, mm-hmm. six minutes is – so, you know – it, it, yeah. It's frustrating, but yeah, and, and he's, we just don't have a point guard that can get into the paint and, and, and manufacture baskets for him. We just don't have a guy that can throw lobs to him or get into into the paint and do that. We just don't. We don't have that guy on the roster, um, and that's unfortunate. So a lot of the loss, the losses on ro- roster construction too, which starts from the top, the GM, the, the owner. Um, so that's just another conversation for another day. But yeah, we just don't have a guy that can. Um, like Russell Westbrook when he was getting Gafford easy baskets. We just don't have a guy like that on this roster. 
I mean, it's getting to that time when you start evaluating yeah. this roster. Yeah. Look, and you're 20, 20 games in, you're a quarter in, in the season. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're looking at whether your fits or the guys that don't fit. You know, you got to start evaluating. And, and so I'm I'm hoping that Tommy and Wes are evaluating right now because, you know, like you said, he needs a point guard who can kind of, you know, hit him those lobs. But then again, I think that's what my problem is. I don't like that you're only, you know, that you need. You know, look, look at KP, man. Um, It really doesn't matter what point guard he's playing with. He has the ability to create his own shot, shoot from the arc, you know, play in the paint. You know, he doesn't have to be spoon fed. And, you know, mm-hmm. just, and I, I say it all the time, man, with, this, uh, with the way the NBA is going, they're dinosaurs, man. These bigs who need to be spoon fed, like, you know, John Wall wants to sit about Gortat, is, is, is they're a dying breed, man. You know, so I think the fit's just not there anymore. I think that, you know, he needs to be included on the, at the deadline. That's just my humble opinion. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, you're, you're a quarter of the season in at 10 to 10. And I agree. We're playing like a 10 to 10. We, were, we are a 500 team because there's, on one hand, you don't have, nobody knows your job. Nobody knows what their what you know what the role is. It's just you know every game there's different. You know what I mean? Like people need to know what the roles are. Mm. And Bradley Bill, you know, I I've loved watching Bradley Bill over the years. I really have, man. And I know it seemed like I'm really down on him. You know, I love his game. Don't get me don't don't get it twisted. I, I love his game. But how many times do you got to do the wrong thing and, and think it's going to change? Stop with the ISO, man. You know, like you said, it is. Every time you see him dribble the ball more than five seconds, everybody's like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Because you don't know whether it's going to be a step back shot or he's going to bounce it off his foot. You just don't you never know. And it's just mm-hmm. and you shouldn't have to feel like that at crunch time. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't have to be scared to death that your star guy is bringing the ball up. And it's just that's where we're at right now. So, mm-hmm. no, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just like almost death taxes and then a Bradley Bill turnover the last second uh, last second of the game and I, I just it was it was hard to watch that you know I mean there's so many guys I'd rather have you know Coos or you know somebody else bring the ball Jordan Goodwin and then when Bradley Bill comes off a screen you can get him the ball or Porzingis you know Porzingis is open for a three but we've just seen too many this happened back in the John Wall days back in like 2015 where Brad Brad's been doing this for years now Brad has hit some clutch shots it's not every time but majority more times than not He's turning the ball over and losing the basketball in his clutch times. It just happens too many times. But uh, we're going to get to some comments and wrap it up tonight because we do play against the Timberwolves tomorrow night. We're not going to keep you guys too long because this game was just really bad from start to finish. Um, this episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is super easy. It should be legal in Maryland very, very soon. Um, tonight, I guess if you would have picked the under over, I, I got to say the under over for Bradley Bill's points tomorrow. Um, usually it's like 25 or something like that, but he had 30. So that's the over. So it's super easy to use. You pick two to two to six players. And if they will go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to PrizePix.com to sign up in daily and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code promo code Locked On at sign up for and at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. 
Today, my plays for prize picks, they didn't hit. You know, actually, I had one. Taylor Heineke was under 28 and a half passing attempts. I did get that correct. But I had Terry McLaurin go over, going over 60 receiving yards. He had 48. So I missed out on that one. So. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. That's just giving you guys some examples of picks. But um, we'll get the comments. Like you said, Gaff, it's just time to move on. Um, Kispert, he just, he just struggles defensively against um, stronger and faster guys. Denny tonight, um, he did hit two threes. He started off a little shaky from the three-point line, but he did get a steal and got to the basket a couple times. He finished with 10 points. Porzingis, um, I thought he did well in the post when we gave him the ball. I thought he was effective because they, you know, the 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 Celtics they were Mr. Robert Williams as well. They didn't have any guys that were really over six for eleven except except for uh, Luke Fournette. And um, once again, Will Barton six points. He zero for four from the three point line. Will has just re- he's really struggled since he's been here. Um, the Nuggets guys they just they haven't lived up to the expectation from the trade for KCP giving away KCP giving away ish. They just haven't lived up to. Um, what we were hoping for from those guys, but Monte had his best game by far, but it comes in a, in a, in a, in a loss where we're basically blown out. Um, but yeah, let's get to, we'll, we'll read about three comments and then wrap it up. Uh, pink difference says Bradley Bill playing one on five. No one is doing defense, no ball movement, no boxing out, but look at the Celtics. What a beautiful ball movement, extra pass. Um, Brandon basically talked about that. Yeah. They, they move the ball really, really well, man. They're so unselfish. I mean, they really played beautiful basketball, right? The Celtics really did. That's, they put on a textbook clinic on how you play basketball. They get the rebound, they push the pace, they set screens for each other. They, they move the ball around the three point line and they're a good three point shooting team. They're second in three point shooting percentage. And, um, you know, we struggle from the three for the most part. So they put on a clinic. They really did. Yeah. Boston is where we want to be or should want to be because they're just a team. They're, they're the very definition of a team. They work very well together. And, you know, I hate to say this from a Wizards fan, but it was actually – it was good to see a team basketball. So, Right. Yeah, 100%. Um, DC Hoopla, Hoopla says it's time for this trans- franchise to accept reality that this team is not it. It's time to rebuild. Amen, brother. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I – I had high optimism for this team because I thought that Monty Morris was going to come in and push the pace. But like you said, it's just not it, man. It's just, it's, it's not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Ted said we will never ever tank. And that's a uh, DC hoopla. Shout out to him. They were on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've been, a lot of people have been begging for a rebuild, rebuild for a reset and the wizards aren't going to do it. Ted Leons is not going to do it. He will never ever tank. He said that. So, you know, we're just we gotta we gotta roll with the punches here. And uh they're they're trying to make the plan in the playoffs with Bradley Bill as the number one guy. And uh we'll see how it shakes out. You know, that's all we can do is sit back and, and watch and see how it goes, you know, because there's some really good prospects in the draft coming out. Scoot Henderson, Victor Winyaba, I'm probably butchering his name. The Thompson twins. Um, there were some guys, there was a lot of college basketball on this weekend. I didn't get to watch much. 
Um, there's a guy from Arkansas. Arkansas has a good a couple of good guys. Alabama, Brandon Miller is his name, if I'm not mistaken. There's a couple of good Scoot Henderson. I think I already said Scoot Henderson, but there's some really good guys in this draft. But you know, if we make the playoffs, we won't even have a first round pick. So that's the painful thing about it, too. So um, you know, we're just in uh basketball purgatory. Elizabeth Hayden says Boston outscored the Wizards by a double digit number, and KP with Gaff lineup is yet to be seen. Do you think the Wizards should try playing with both KP and Gaff tomorrow night? Yes, absolutely. And I was thinking about mm-hmm. that because you have Cat and uh, man, I'm I'm forgetting his name. <laughs> oh, do the center. Um uh, go bear. There you go. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, man. Um, you, you're gonna have to go bears. You know, who do you play at the four if you don't play Gaff at the five? Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you play KP at the five, who are you willing to put? Because I don't do you know who it's probably Gobert at the five and they're playing cat at the four, right? So uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, who would you roll against Cat? Yeah, you probably have to play um, uh, Zingas at the four. Kuzma did a solid. I remember we played them last year. Kuzma did a solid job guarding guarding Cat, but Cat mm-hmm. still put up numbers on us. But he did a solid job for what it's worth. Um, and we swept the Timberwolves last year, and we played with KP and Gaff last year against the Timberwolves. It worked really well. Now I know they didn't have Gobert last year. But um, and the Timberwolves have actually struggled this year. They 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 um, Anthony Edwards has struggled, you know, with a lot of guys being in the paint, clogging up the paint. So yeah, I think we can match them. I think we should try Gaff. But knowing Tommy Shepard, I mean, not Tommy Shepard, knowing um, West Huntsville Jr., he's probably going to play um, Todd Gibson more. We're probably going to see some Todd and uh, Porzingis lineups tomorrow night. Yeah, I, th- I think tomorrow night probably be the best time to try that lineup. Mm-hmm. Gaff at a five. I mean, why not? You know, if he plays well, you're showcasing him. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's a win-win for us. Um, Michael Corpus, what's up, man? Um, I heard the Pistons are open to trade Sadiq Bay per NBA or NBC Sports. Would you consider trading Rui and Barton for him? Absolutely. We were, I think we were talking about this um, mm-hmm. earlier today. Absolutely, I love Sadiq Bay's game. Mm-hmm. He's a three D. You know, he can he can defend and he can shoot consistently behind a three point arc. So I'll. I will definitely make that trade. Yeah, yeah, we can we can definitely talk more about it probably on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, I think um, Barton has just been underwhelming here. He just hasn't. He's he, shot selection is is very questionable to say the least, and he hasn't shot the ball well. And he, you know, he's not he's not a he's not a great defender either. And I like Will Barton a lot. I like his game. I respect his game. He's a legitimate veteran. Um, can really score, great isolation score, but he just had, it hasn't worked out here in DC for whatever reason. And um, I think it would be best to find um, for both parties to find a new home for him um, because it just hasn't worked out here. I know it's only twenty games, but yeah, for Sadiq Bay, yeah, I would definitely trade Rui. I would be reluctant on trading him for Sadiq Bay. Um, I think, but you got to think about it contractually. Are you going to pay Rui? So you you may want to look to move him if you're really not committed to paying him because most likely they're going to pay coups if I had to bet money on it. Um, I like Sadiq Bay, but yeah, we can talk, we can talk more about it. We can talk more about it on Tuesday. <laughs> I like yes. Sadiq Bay a lot. I think he would fit well on this team. I really do. He's not shooting the three. Well, he's averaging like 15 points, 29% from the three. But if you look at his rookie year, sophomore year, he shot the ball well, really well from the three. He's a, he's not the best defender, but he can defend. He's athletic. Um, he's six, eight, He's 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 mad. He's fast. He can put the ball on the floor. I love Sadiq Bay's game. I'm a big fan of Sadiq Bay, and I, I think he would help the Wizards 
tremendously. But the Wizards need a point guard first and foremost. But I think he would help. I really do. I think that's a guy we should definitely target for sure. I wouldn't give up any picks for him. Like a first, I wouldn't do that. But like I said, we'll talk more about it on Tuesday. Yes, sir. We'll do. But hey, I'm definitely in favor of it real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess it's going to be the last comment of the night, everybody. Uh, from Shugbiz1. At 3 p.m., I was elated my commanders went seven and five. Yes, sir. But my Wizards went 10 and 10. Yes, sir. Look, hey, real quick. <laughs> how about the commanders, right? <laughs> Left hand up. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, hey, you know, can't win them all. But, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We'll wrap it up tonight. We're going to see you guys tomorrow night. Um, Wizards play against Minnesota, so can they bounce back and win that game? But we just, we just want to thank you guys for listening and make, making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now, thank you for making Locked on Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.